As we begin the new year, it's the infamous time of New Year's resolutions, where we all, many of us, begin to think, all right, this new year, I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to get a new habit or a new hobby or whatever it is. It's this routine that we go through every year. And I'd be curious to see if I had a show of hands. I'm not, don't do it. But if I, how many of us, I had my new, 2022 New Year's resolution. How many of us yesterday thought, man, I just really killed that New Year's resolution. I did so good, I stuck with it, right? I think most of us would be lucky if we got, to, got past Mardi Gras with our New Year's resolutions, right? I think there's a lot of reasons why we, we go through this routine of we, we're going to commit, we're going to change, right? But why do we struggle so much to do that, right? And there's always a plethora of things that we could do that if I, only I did these things, then my life would be so much better, right? There's all these different things, all these different ideas that always come up, usually around this time of year. And as I was reflecting with that and this gospel today, there's a particular line that jumped out at me that the Lord has been speaking to me a lot about. And I think it's a great encouragement for us as we begin this new year. We don't often hear a whole lot about Mary in the scriptures, especially after the initial stories about Jesus' birth. The scriptures are really silent about our Blessed Mother. We don't hear a whole lot about her. There's a line in the gospel today that we do hear a couple of times that struck me. That it's, it's fitting that every, every January 1st we hear this gospel with this line. And Mary kept all of these things reflecting on them in her heart. Something that's, that's often said about Mary. She kept all these things reflecting upon them in her heart. Some translations say she pondered on them, she treasured them in her heart. She held them within and remained there with those experiences. It got me thinking, how often do I actually ponder something like Mary did, that she so often did? I want to read a couple stats that describe the average day of the average American. Average American, on, on a daily basis, spends three hours watching TV three to five hours on their phone, seven hours on the internet, four hours listening to music, one hour listening to podcasts, two hours listening to the radio. Now, if you had all these things up, obviously there's some overlap there. It doesn't quite add, it adds up to a pretty big number. And also, we're usually have the TV on while I'm also on my phone and also the radio's on in the background. We're doing more than one thing at a time. The best estimate is that the average person spends 12 hours of their day consuming media of some kind, of all the various forms, 12 hours a day. Now, presuming that you sleep at least a little bit, presuming you have some kind of work to do, whether it's a job or just work around the house, the average American spends almost all of their waking time consuming media of some kind. We're taking things in. And the result of that, at least I know it is for me, is that I'm always moving from one thing to the next, one episode to the next, one show to the next, one thing to the next, doing multiple things at a time, and it usually leaves me feeling very distracted, very anxious, very frenetic, not really present to my experiences, not really present to the things that I'm doing. We all have all these various experiences. Mary, like we do, we had all kinds of different experiences in our lives. Mary, too, had some incredible experiences. Like us, we all have had very great and joyful experiences. We've all had very difficult, very painful experiences in our life. What Mary didn't do is distract herself and move from one experience to the next. She wanted to move on to the next thing, to see what the next thing would be. 
What the scriptures say that Mary did was that she was fully present to them and she remained with them over time. She let them sit in her heart. She let them grow. She let them develop. She let herself be affected by the experiences that she had. Imagining Mary pondering the Annunciation, her experience of the angel coming to her. Her experience of just being with her cousin Elizabeth for those months that she spent with her. As Elizabeth had her child helping Elizabeth with a newborn baby. Just sharing time with, with a good family member. Imagining her pondering her experiences of, of, of the birth of Jesus and also just those days of having a newborn child. Mary and Joseph just living together. What that experience must have been like. Her just sitting there pondering those things. Not moving on, but almost like reliving them again and again and again. Also imagining her pondering when her son later on would be arrested, would be accused of things that he didn't do, would be scourged, would be crucified, would be buried. Imagining her pondering the resurrection and that experience. Imagine her pondering Jesus, her son, ascending into heaven. She didn't just move on from any of those experiences, but she sat and pondered them. She let herself continually be affected by the things and the people that she experienced. And I think what the Lord was speaking to me about is how little I actually ponder things. How little I actually let myself be affected by the experience, let God speak to me through these experiences. How little I I let myself have the silence and the space to let myself just reflect on something. But rather how often I fill the silence, I fill the void, I move on to the next thing, the next task, the next project. I don't actually ponder things. I think we're a culture who has generally forgotten how to ponder. We don't let ourselves be affected by these things. To ponder is to really be present to the people I'm with, to the experiences that I have, and to remain there with them. Rather than living a distracted, frenetic life that just moves from one thing to the next. When we ponder, think that we're fully human. We're present to things. Our heart is here with the Lord. Something that's consistently said about St. John Paul II and St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was that when you were talking to them, you felt like you were the only person in the room. You were the only thing that mattered to them. When I ponder somebody, when I ponder something, it has an impact. And when I don't ponder somebody or something, it also has an impact. I'm sure we've all seen or or been the person who we're at a restaurant and everybody's on their phone. Do you notice maybe even during Christmas, did, did the screens get in the way of conversation? We know what it feels like when I'm talking to somebody and then they pull out something and they're suddenly responding to somebody else. What does that do to us when I experience that? Think an invitation is to imitate Mary in pondering this year. I want to offer two concrete encouragements, two practical ways that we can perhaps ponder with Mary as we begin this year. First encouragement, let yourself be bored. How often is it whenever I find myself bored, I'm in a line, I'm in the waiting room, I just have a couple hours to kill around the house, do I feel the itch to to turn the TV on, to turn the radio on, to pull out my phone? I feel the void because we don't like a void. But if I let myself be bored, at least one time a day, if I let myself be bored and just notice what comes up in my mind and in my heart. Because if I fill the space, I'm never going to ponder. 
I have to create the space for my heart to be able to ponder something and to notice what comes up. Clear a space for some silence and to let yourself be bored and notice what happens. First encouragement. Second encouragement is what the spiritual writers call an examine, an examination. It's not an examination of conscience, you know, what are all the things that I messed up with today. But the purpose of an examine is really to ask this question. Where was God in my day, in my week, in my month, in my year? So I know at least for me, whenever I start my day, even if I begin kind of present with God, I usually lose that sense and I just start rolling. I'm not with God as I go through my day consciously. But the practice of looking back and examining, okay, God, in this day, where were you today, helps us and it trains our vision to be present to him. When I was in college, the missionaries had this structure that kind of helped with that process that really stuck with me, and they called it rose, bud, and thorn. Rose, what am I grateful for today? Where did I really experience the presence of God today? The thorn, where did I not experience God's presence today? Or where do I need to ask for forgiveness for? What really hurt me this day? The harder things. And bud, what am I hopeful for? What do I want to pray for? Where do I need God's help as my life is moving on to the future? If you just give one minute to each one of those things, it trains us to see how God is acting. And I challenge you, give three minutes before you leave this church, because you know when we leave here, we automatically start rolling. Three minutes, to each, one minute to each one of those questions. Could be during the offertory, could be after communion, could be right after mass. What's the rose, what's the thorn, and what's the bud of my year, or my week, or my day? And see what God has to say about that. I think this habit of pondering is so important because it trains me to see God. And when I can see God, I am not alone. I know that he's with me no matter what happens. There's no more important than habit than that. And I think that's what Mary is inviting us to reflect upon as we begin this new year. May God give each one of us today the grace to ponder, to see how he's working and acting, to see that he is always with us. Amen.